Well, hello there, and welcome to this week's Pylon Ultra Pod. This is episode two in our new series of Sprint Pods, and last week you would have heard from Paul. But just to recap, the Sprint series is all about short, sharp lessons, hoping to provoke some thinking and maybe some change for the better in the way that you lead your ultra life. I am James Stewart. Paul Giblin talked to you last week and we'll be batting back and forth. Not so much like the tennis analogy Paul used last week with Andre Agassi, but we'll be backing back and forth on these lessons for the next few weeks and we'll bring it all together with the two of us chatting about what we've learned and what we want to share with you. But just to recap a wee bit, and if you haven't listened to Paul's lesson from last week, please pause now and go back and listen to that. It's just 10 to 12 minutes long, but it'll really give you a grounding on what I'm going to talk about next. But to recap... Paul talked a lot about confidence and belief. He spent some time telling you the difference between the two of them, about how negative thoughts might be inevitable, but a reaction is not. How we all suffer from nerves and anxiety, whether you're top of the podium or you're just a back of the pack runner who's trying to do their best, but how they are different from confidence. I gave you a bit of a rundown on what the sources of confidence are, and he talked a lot about the action you can take on that. And he also left you with an exercise at the end of last week's session, which I would dearly love you to have completed before you listen on. And that action was for you to spend some time looking back on your performances to date and where your confidence was in the right place and how that related to your best performances. So take some time to look at that if you haven't. But this week's session, as Paul hinted at last week, is going to be about self-talk. Now, you'll be glad to know I'm not going to come in here and read you a tome about how self-talk works, but rather I'm going to give you a couple of practical examples about how self-talk can make a difference, and sometimes even sharing that in a group context can make a difference as well. In Matt Fitzpatrick's um, book, Brain Training for um, Runners, which came out, I don't know, maybe two or three years ago, um, page 44, it talks about increased self-efficacy, and self-talk plays a part in that. There's a really fine line between delusion, realism, and negativity when it comes to self-talk. So you don't want to be deluded where you go, I can fly, and you jump off like a high wall and hurt yourself. But at the same time, you want to be realistic um, enough where you're trying to not protect yourself, which is what a lot of self-talk does and a lot of, you know, inhibited ambition comes from, but rather you're trying to increase, basically, performance and whether that's in a life, work or athlete context. But he also talks about how the phrase, if you believe it, you can achieve it a wee bit under that self-efficacy. And of course, that's not really true because I believe I can fly. Just because you believe you can doesn't mean you can. But within reason, that can absolutely be a really powerful level of self-talk. And he talks about this example in the book about how a group of athletes, before they embarked on a time trial on trail, were given a drink. And they were told this drink was super oxygenated water, which, believe it or not, is a product that exists. Probably a bit like this prime water that everyone's been going crazy for over the Christmas period. But actually has no performance benefit at all. But it was these runners were told they were getting super oxygenated water. But in reality, they were just given plain old tap water. And lo and behold... On average, that group of runners performed way ahead of expectations because they believed they were getting a performance advantage. When in reality, because they were given this placebo, they told themselves they were a bit fitter than they thought they were and therefore performed better. Hmm, the power of the mind in a nutshell right there. And self-talk can really, really, really make a difference in that space as well. So when we talk about self-talk, just to recap, what what do we mean self-talk is? Self-talk's that dialogue between you and you. 
Sometimes people verbalise it out loud. You'll hear people running and they'll talk to themselves and they'll shout at themselves. You hear it a lot, especially in maybe martial arts type sports. Or it can be an internal dialogue where it might be what's going on in your head. And that's certainly not a place I would invite you into if you were wanting to get inside my head. Um, it's not a place I enjoy being at most days as well. But that's for another day and another psychologist. But in terms of the, the chat today, we really want to focus on positive self-talk. The negative self-talk is something we all suffer from. There's, it's basically doubt. Um, you know, we might think we can't. And the, sometimes I use the phrase when I'm coaching people, either in a work context or a running context, is how can you flip that mindset from how can I, so how can I do this, to how I can do this. So you're going from how can I achieve this to going how I can achieve this is, and then you start to move into solution mode. So it's a really, really simple nuance. You're just flipping the words I and can around, and it can have a powerful impact. So if you're ever sitting in a situation where you're thinking, oh man, I've like serious doubts, how can I do this? Try and approach the problem with how I can do this is, and that may mean you need to ask for help, it might need to look for third party support, whatever it may be, but you move from defensive mode, that how can I? to solution mode, how I can. So that's the first thing when you're thinking about being caught between negative and positive self-talk. I'm going to tell you a story of a runner we ran with um, over the festive period. Um, really good guy, local runner, not going to name him here, but I'm sure he will be delighted for me to share this story. But um, he's he's coached within the Pylon family, but he lives out, out near where I live. And there was a group of us out running. Um, and I te we tend to do some group runs over the festive period, it's really nice to do that. And we came to this big hill towards the end of the run, actually this was on Boxing Day. Um, and this hill basically has got a really sharp climb, if you could see my hands just now you would see me I'm pointing vertically as you would do this climb. Um, and I've run with this guy a couple of times and he's not the strongest on hills but it's something he wants to work on, he's got big ambitions to do well in that space. And he said, as we approach the hill, my ambition for next year is to run this hill bottom to top. He opened up on that. Now, that's important because he probably tells himself that every time he approaches the hill. He's like, I'm going to conquer this hill one day. Yeah, that's the C on self-talk change. There are three C's that we'll reaffirm on. And he moved on to the second C of that, which was commitment. But this time he told us as a group that. And we actually challenged them, which is not one of the three C's of self-talk, but we challenged them to say, well, why can't you do it today? And he shifted his inner dialogue and pushed himself really hard and he crested that hill that day. Not even the next year, because it was Boxing Day, so the next year's a week later. He crested it on that day. We did say he needs a new challenge for next year. But the point there was he'd already been having that kind of almost semi-negative self-talk with himself, which is, oh no, this hill, I can't do it. How can I get up here? And then he shifted that mindset to how I can. And how, how I can was he ran with us as a group. He hung with the faster runners who went up there. And do you know that individual wasn't even the last person up the hill that day? He beat runners he looked up to up that hill because he shifted the mindset. Yes, he had a bit of a group influence to help him there. But his internal dialogue as he went up that hill, his self-talk was his dig in, get it done. He pushed himself and he's talked, his heart rate was like in the 170s when he completed it and he mentioned that when he got to the top and he was ready for that stop. But I was really proud to see him put that effort in. And there are basically three C's that you can talk about when it comes to positive change in self-talk. And when you talk about positive self-talk, the classic examples is 
I can do it, or sometimes we say you can do it because we talk talk about ourselves in the kind of third person. Um, I'm good enough, you know, just this to go, whatever it might be. Um, but one of the most important things you can tell yourself from a self-talk point of view is, is it's okay to fall short and it's okay to fail. And in the case of that individual who crested that hill today, it would have been okay for them maybe to not make it all the way to the top, but they might have made a new record that day. And that's good enough. That is good enough. Because it's better to talk yourself into a stretch target which you might fall short of than an easy target which you will hit every time. And it's this phrase, it's better to aim high and miss than to aim low and hit. And use that in some of your positive self-talk as well. But there are three C's that I want you to take away from this today. And there are two challenges I want you to take away and actually take action on as we go forward. Because that's one of the key things Paul and I want to do with these sprints is, is to spark action and to spark thinking from you. So here are the two things I want you to take away as actions for this week. Action one is, is assess your self-talk mindset. Are you being overly positive, which is just as dangerous, if dangerous is the right word to use, but certainly just as harmful as being overly negative? And are you getting a balance right on your self-talk? And can you flip your mindset from how can I to how I can? And then the second thing to take away is, is there are three C's that we want you to use from a self-talk point of view. C1 is change. So what am I going to change? I'm going to run up that hill. I'm going to complete that for the first time. C2 is the commitment. Give yourself a time frame in which to do it. I'm going to do it within this period. And then C3 is consistency. Show up time and time and time again and get that mindset working sharp and fast and as good as you can. And if you can make those three C's happen, build it into your self-talk, shift from how I, how can I to how I can mindset, then your self-talk is going to become a weapon that you can absolutely use to become a stronger, fitter athlete and, dare I say, to become an overarching, more achieving human being on a day-to-day basis. So thank you so much for listening to this week's Pylon Ultra Pod. Paul will be back with you next week with another short sprint lesson as we work our way through this particular series. I hope you've found this really useful. As always, you can hit up Paul and I on the socials. He's at Pylon everywhere and I am at James Stewart under 30. uh, underscore 13 on Twitter and we would love to hear from you all feedback is good feedback even if there's things that you think we haven't covered or how you want to challenge our thinking and one of the key things for us is not everything we tell you is set in stone all all progress we've made as humans has come from challenging assumptions building on great ideas and developing them to the next level so if you have ideas or feedback you want to share with us we would love to hear it also paul and the team have got some spaces left from a coaching point of view so if you're interested in that they coach from 5k through to ultra and have got a litany of brilliant brilliant stories behind that as well as a team of amazing coaches who many of you will be well aware of but go to www.pilotultra.com if you want to know more about that and please 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 stay tuned for the next lesson thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed it hit us with a five star review and if you didn't please tell us why and we'll make the next one better just for you speak to you next time